Hello everyone, this is Crystal with We Are Magic and this is another podcast. Um, I'm gonna call this podcast episode, Are We Bound by God's Law? Alright, before you get triggered, I'm gonna discuss some things, okay? So just sit back, pause it, go get you some tea or coffee. Let's have a chit chat, okay? Alright, so I've been talking about how Humans are really driven by this one special law, the law of fear. That one's working really well. They did that one really, really good. But who really created the law of God? Okay. There are several different laws out here. You have the law, you have the Ten Commandments, and then it goes into, after the Ten Commandments, which is just straight and simple, don't be killing people, quit snatching up people's women, you know, quit snatching up people's stuff. It's like the Hebrews... God changed their mind and went from this, hey, just behave yourself, because I think it's how it was really created. I personally believe all laws were created with good intentions at first until humans got their little grubby hands in it and, you know, ego and all the things and started fixing it to where instead of us operating in a, you know, you tr- you teach your child not to touch light sockets, not to do, the, you know, not to harm yourself. That's why the laws were created for wisdom and knowledge to operate in this reality. But it seems like we have been played. Okay. <clears throat> so let's start with the Ten Commandments. Um, thou shall not kill, thou shall not steal, thou shall not covet. Did you know the Catholic Church is talking about removing? One of the commandments, the Big Ten, we call them the Big Ten for a reason. And that's about idol worship because the Catholic Church indeed worships idols because the Catholic Church was actually created or is actually originally from the Roman Empire and they were pagan. And the Romans were in Egypt at one point in time and pagan is not bad. Pagan is just what, you know, it's a different type of religion. Um... Romans were in Egypt for a while and were introduced to, you know, Osiris, Aset, Set, Neftis, Tehuti, or Jehudi, Anubis, you know, so they had laws of their own and they celebrated certain days, certain feast days. So, they're all, this is why everything is <clears throat> everywhere all at once, just like the movie. I mean, everything is all tied in together, okay? You have the Bible law. I mean, and if you actually read the Old Testament, literally, if you actually read the Bible, for one, you got to read it, not what just your pastor says, but you've got to read the Bible. You've got to show and study yourself approved, Okay. The Bible tells you to seek wisdom. Seek wisdom. You're not going to seek wisdom by listening to someone else regurgitate their opinions on <clears throat> the pulpit, okay? Sorry about it, guys. I'm still struggling. Ever since I got COVID, it's like this stuff is not coming out of my chest, and I've done all the things. So, you know, I'm, I'm getting better. I'm nothing like I used to be. I couldn't even do any of this before. But anyway, so are we really bound by God's law? Oh, did God come down here and write on the Ten Commandments? Now, in the Sefer, 
the Ten Commandments were actually written on sapphire stones, which will trigger some religious people because they think crystals are the devil. And the ephod or the priest breastplate was made of crystals. And there were 12 different crystals to represent the different 12 tribes of Israel. No, I'm not going to quote a scripture about it. Just like I read it for myself, you're going to have to go in there and read the Bible from beginning to the end. And when you read a Bible from beginning to end and not just the King James Version, you need to go to the lost books. You need to go to all the books the Hebrews wrote, not just the specific ones the Council of Nicaea or the Catholic Church told you to read. Read all the books and you will see there is some type of uh, shenanigans going on, okay? But yeah, crystals aren't bad. Um, prophets were called seers before they were called prophets. So how is it, how is divination an abomination when it was actually a gift of, the, it's one of the gifts of the Holy Spirit? Do you see what I'm saying? How there is some type of, um, it's just hypocritical and it's not, it doesn't flow and there's no solid foundation when one verse, you're saying this, don't kill, don't do this, don't do that. The next verse, you're telling us to go into this poor tribe's home or this their land. It's not your land. It's their land that they've been in there for a while and kill every one of them and take their land. Or don't take their land at all. Just go kill people, kill their kids, kill their babies, kill, take their livestock. In some cases, God wanted them to kill every fucking thing, but take the women. Don't kill the women. Take the young virgins. Come on now. You really think God said that? Or was that somebody's shadow self or someone's schizophrenic episode happening? Do you see what I'm saying? This is why we can't put too much stock in certain humans. Humans are flawed, honey. We're human. This is a program. This shit's not even real. Yeah, I'm going to go on a tangent. All I'm saying is you seek wisdom. You seek knowledge. That way, you don't fall for the okie doke. You don't, you're not subjugated to the biggest law that they don't speak of, but this is the real law that they made for us by subjugating us to this shit, is the law of fear. And that's the biggest law we have a problem with right now. So who really created the law? Who really created the law? You want some laws to follow? Because, you know, even the laws of Ma'at, almost, I mean, it's, it's impossible to be perfect. Like, you know, Anubis, I love Anubis, that's my baby. I love Ma'at, you know, shout out to the, the goddess. But, you know, you rip someone's heart out and you put it on the scale and that heart has to be lighter than a feather. I mean, that's not, that's mindfuckery right there. Come on, you're messing with a spirit. You're ripping out a spirit heart and you're putting it on the scale to measure if they are worthy to go into the wherever they're going. The heaven, the kingdom. I mean, the kingdom is you. You are God. Having a human experience, the kingdom of heaven. You, are, I'm gonna do a thing about the ancestors too. Not this one, but soon. Um, you are your ancestors. You are your spirit guides. You are like I'm watching Outlander right now, and she went back in time. I know a lot of you have already watched it. I'm behind. Okay, I haven't watched it, but she goes back in time, and she meets her husband, her current husband's ancestor, and he looks just like him. And it just makes you wonder if all these doppelgangers we see out here, we have aspects everywhere. Like I live in New York City. I saw one of my closest friends yesterday in New York City, but it wasn't her, but it was her. Like when I tell her 
Well, I tell you, she looked just like my friend, except she was a little bit taller. She had the face, the built, everything. It was crazy. I need to call her and tell her I saw her. I saw that. But yeah, <clears throat> that's what I mean by the law or we are all one in God or goddess. We are literally energy having an experience, okay? So if you want to follow a law or laws, because there's more than one, you can look up um, universal laws. You can look up um, the laws of Tahuti or Hermes, Toph is all one being, okay? And, um, you know, it's like, and they're called principle, principle of polarity, principle of mentalism, um, the principle of cause and effect or the law of cause and effect, um, the law of polarity, the law of vibration, the law of correspondence, um, the mental universe, um, even the law of gender. And it's not what you think. It's not what you think. Okay. But there is even a law with gender, you know, like how women make babies and all these other things, you know, it's just like how, how everything has this intricate way of flowing and vibrating and moving. So why are we so terrified that we're going to break a law that pisses a loving God? You know, he loves you. God is love. God is love, but he'll send you to hell. And then you're going to say, well, Jesus is love and Jesus Yahusha or Yeshua, Yahawashai, J was not even a freaking, J didn't exist in Hebrew. That ascendant master, that one, um, how can I put this without offending people? Okay, I'll say it. I don't know. <clears throat> Again, I don't know what Bible y'all read. I really don't know what you're reading. Um, the Jesus that I read about flipped tables over. The Jesus I knew called people vipers, snakes, hypocrites, just pieces of shit, basically. The Jesus I know um, told the Hebrews to stay away from heathens. Stay away from heathens. Don't go around their country. Don't go around them. And this is why he said this. This is why he called them heathens. Because he knew they would manipulate what he was saying for their own benefit. And like I said, if you read the Apocrypha, if you read, like I said, if you read all the books, you'll see the warning signs of how they were going to take this scripture or these simple people's way of life and manipulate it and make it into basically a very wicked religion. There's only one religion that has gone around destroying mother effers all over the globe all in the name of whoever they're freaking worshiping right now and that is the abrahamic religion that's the only religion that goes around and destroys people so please tell me how is god love if they're doing this in the name of their god how is it love well those people were wicked how they were literally living their lives and knowing what they wanted to do so how is it love and then you wonder why the meanest people on the planet right now are Christians. You wonder why a Christian will look at you and call you all kinds of names, but they think they're saved by the blood of Jesus so they can do what the fuck they want. And that's, you know what? That's their reward. 
That is their reward. I used to be that person. I was that Christian. I would love you straight to hell. Yes, I would. I would love you straight to hell. And when you come out of that, you are it's almost PTSD. It's like you're still scared. I was scared for a long time. I was. I was terrified that what if I'm wrong? What if God's going to, you know, punish me? Because I've had a hard life. I've had a very, very hard life like most of us have. And we begged Jesus to save us and Jesus didn't come save us. He sure did not. You could sit there and say, yes, he did. He's the reason why I'm alive. Well, if that's the case, why are certain people dying of cancer at a very young age? With all the prayers and all the midnight visuals and all the candlelit candle lighting is also um, pagan. But anyway, um, with all the things that we do and all of the positive affirmations we send up to heaven, why are people still dying when miracles exist? Because Jesus said, if you have faith the size of a mustard seed, you can do everything he's doing and more. So why don't we have it? You know why we don't have it? Because we're looking for a savior. We're looking for someone to save us. It's lazy and it's codependent. We are codependent on religion. We are codependent on the devil made me do it. The scapegoat method. The scapegoat was created because humans don't want to take accountability on what they did. My ex doesn't want to take accountability on how he destroyed our family. Um, you may have an ex-friend who doesn't want to take account- accountability on how you they were ruined your relationship. You may have a boss who's a tyrant and mistreats their employees and doesn't want to take accountability as why the morale is low at the job. Do you see what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? It's quit worrying. And this is where we went wrong. The Bible is about, you know, point. No. Jesus said, you know, take the log out your own eye, but y'all missed that part. The only time y'all use that is if when someone points it back at you. The only time I got offended by that verse is that when I was judging someone, and I was one of those Christians that really didn't judge people that much. You know, I had all the friends and, you know, I didn't, I just loved people the way I was supposed to love them. That's the way it was. But I still had judgment in me. I still had it. So if I came from a judgy place and someone said, take the log out your own eye, that hit, that hit so hard. I was like, how dare you? You know, because it's the truth. If you truly see Jesus as your God, then listen to him. He hung out with sinners. If he was here today, he would be siding with the sinners. He didn't hang around religious folk. He made, you know who he's calling? The vipers and the snakes and the hypocrites. The Pharisees. Do you know what Pharisee was back then? It was the preachers and the religious people. That's why he said, your law, it says this. In your law, it says ye are gods. Like he's trying to wake them up. And anytime someone comes around with a message of releasing humanity from some type of law or some type of... um a bound mindset that they are just basic humans that's here to live and die. When someone comes around and says, Hey, you're, you're kind of a big deal. Hey, you're kind of a big deal. I think you should realize that you're magic and that you are the crystal. Like my friend JD said, you are the crystal. You are the amulet. You are the crystal grid. You are the generator. You are the conduit for mother earth and father sky. 
We're always looking outside ourselves. Why? Why do we do that? Why do we look outside of ourselves to find some type of divine or divinity when the divinity is within you? I know I have offended so many people, but again, I've read the whole entire, I've, I lived a life. I know I could talk about my, what I went through. And this is what I went through as a religious person. I was horrible. I was so upset and offended with myself when I finally woke up out of that shit. It's crazy. So why are we bound? Because we allow it. Yeah, I think they, they start programming us at very young ages. Okay. Like super young. I mean, they're instantly with the boogeyman. They're instantly with hell and heaven and nanas with Jesus. They're instantly with, you know, if you do this, you may go to hell. But if you do this, you may go to jail. They have programmed us so much because they all know if we all knew who we were, if they all knew the power that we do have the same power as Yahusha or Jesus or Yeshua or Yahawashai, whatever you want to call him, Jesus, of the Messiah, He's not the only one. There's plenty. He's not the only child of God. We are all the child of God because we are all God. And this is what he was trying to say. And they'll say, well, Jesus said the only way you can get to the kingdom is through him. Well, see, again, that, that counteracts what he was saying before. He said, everything I do, you can do and more. And he would say, I'm not God all the time. I truly believe it was manipulated and added to because they're constantly taking stuff out of the Bible. Even today, you have the English Standard Version. You have um, the New Living Translation. There are fucking chapters that's been taken out. Not just verses. Like a whole section was taken out. And they just... So if that's truly the word of God, how can you add to or take away? Because it says you're cursed with a curse. You know how they can do that? Because they don't believe it. It's a tool that they've used to manipulate people. And that is my purpose in life is to wake motherfuckers up. I'm here to wake y'all up. I'm here to what you can choose as source to stay in religion and fear and propaganda. You can stay in there and die in it for all I care. But long as I'm here, I will do my best to wake you up. Because as source, I honor your higher self as source. Your higher self may have set it up to where you don't wake up and you die in fear and religion. And you just pray when you die. Oh my God, I hope I get to heaven. There are people who have died who went to hell and came back to explain it. I've been to hell. I've been to heaven. Um, as I see it. Remember, all is mind. And... um in my underworld, it was complete darkness. And I did face every demon. And I transmuted and I reprogrammed. That's transmuting. Reprogram it to serve me instead of hurt me. So instead of a legion of demons, which I created with my mind because I'm source, I created these energies out of fear because, again, they, they push fear on us as a very small young child. I mean, that's instant. They want us to be scared of something. <clears throat> but I transmuted every demon. I reprogrammed every energy, every so-called dark energy to assist me on this journey. Like, did you know Solomon commissioned demons to create his temple or to build his temple? Did you know that? No, you don't know that because they don't teach that in the church, do they? All they teach is... Um, 
sin is bad and you're going to go to hell and to love your neighbor as yourself. But they never taught us how to love ourselves. So <clears throat> we can't even properly love our neighbor or our friends. And then you wonder why you have all this codependent, narcissistic, toxic shit going around in the religious community. Because no one, you have child abuse. Child abuse happens. Not just by your parents, by siblings, by educators, by people who are above the child. The child has no say-so, no power, literally under the influence of the people watching over him and or her. And they're just helpless. They're helpless. And they got to do what they're told. That's a lot of trauma to unpack. That's a lot to go through. So why are we bound by a law that they don't even follow? For instance, money is the root of all evil. That's not in the Bible. Or the love of money is the root of all evil. Well, the, the lust of anything can be the root of all evil. The lust of food can give you obesity. The lust of sex can make you become an infomaniac. The lust, lust, it's like a unhealthy desire. Desires are beautiful. They make you feel like desire is bad. No, desire is what pushes you to go after what you want. And you won't stop until you get it. Why not reprogram your mind and turn desire into a beautiful manifestation technique? Instead of saying, I have a sex problem, or I have a fear problem, or I have a food addiction, or I have, why not say, I don't have a food addiction, I don't have a sex problem, and I am not my body, I am not my mind, I am divine. Take your power back. And you're like, it's not that simple. Well, of course it's not that simple. It didn't happen overnight. Yeah, I think what they did to us. Years, for me, decades of programming to keep me at bay. And that was, like I said, in the beginning, was probably had, they probably had a great reason why it was a control technique to keep people from killing themselves and killing each other, doing real reckless stuff. But after a while, no, it, hasn't, it wasn't helping us at all. They want, if they truly believed the love of money is the root of all of all evil. Why do they have so much money? Why does the Catholic Church have the most money in the world? The most riches, the most power? All because they're servants of God? Come on, bruh. You're God. Money is a currency that is needed to live on this planet, unfortunately, because they made it up. Abundance and prosperity is an energy. So now... You have an energy out there to where you, as God, deserve abundance, okay? And I don't want to hear about this, you know, oh, I must have taken a vow of poverty. Well, you're a creator, so break that. You can do that. You can be like, oh, no, you can't do it. Oh, my God, stop listening to humans. Even if you don't believe me, don't listen to me either. I'm a human, okay? But I know from personal experience that you can change your life for the better. I'm doing it now. Like I said, that's why I won't speak on certain stuff until I see it for my life. When I start seeing it for my life, I'm going to speak about it. And you can't stop me. I'm going to speak about it. I can do what I want. I can speak just like you can say what you want. I'm going to say what I want. You can change your life. And you don't have to be a baby about it. And you don't have to be a victim about it. And you, I can't. I can't. I can't do this. Start creating your own laws. Start creating your own laws. Write. Get you a notebook. Dedicate it. And call it your Bible. Name it your Bible. 
and you write down the laws for your life and what you want to follow and how you want to operate in this plane. If you are struggling with some type of addiction, write it down in a law and say, I am not bound by this addiction. Once you write it and not on your phone, like write it on a piece of paper, write it down and read it over yourself so you can feel it and heal it. Okay. You have the power, just like the Messiah said, everything I do, you can do and more. Have the faith to know that every time you write something down, it is a law now in your life. Okay? You can still follow the hermetic principles, of course, like the law of cause and effect. I mean, that's a universal law. It's a real thing. But <clears throat> this fear propaganda, this you got to do this or you're going to piss off Saturn. If you do this, you're going to get karma. If you do that, come on. Now, you know right from wrong and you know the law of cause and effect. And, you know... Every action brings a reaction. So, I mean, it's it's natural to know if you do A, you're going to get B. It's not that God is pissed off at you. It's just that's what happens, okay? If you have an affair and you get caught, you're going to lose everything. Quit acting like you didn't know that wasn't going to happen. If you lie on your family and your world turns to shit when your family's done nothing but support you, it's the law of cause and effect because you're a miserable person. And... It is you bringing karma on yourself. It is not, oh, karma is this goddess that's going to come and get you, which she is. She's the baddest. Love, Callie. But it's more like you are God, and from your thoughts, you are manifesting all the bad stuff to happen into your life because of programming. Okay? So... No, I don't walk around thinking, oh, God's mad at me or I'm doing something wrong. Because for one, I'm not. I'm not out here being bad. I'm not whatever bad is. Bad is a state of mind. But um, I'm not doing something to put myself in a situation that's going to cause a bad reaction in my life. And that's how you got to say you've got to work on yourself. Quit pointing your finger. <clears throat> Let's not worry about this. I mean, the Supreme Court thing is it's bad. But I mean, what are you going to do? Being mad? Is it going to stop whatever happened? Or if you're for what they did? Do you think that it's done, that Jesus is happy with everything now? Again, they killed people and they killed babies in the Bible. Stop it. So let's quit looking for a scapegoat to blame our issues. Let's quit looking for a savior to come down and rescue us. Not happening. Not going to happen. The only thing that's going to come down is an asteroid when it hits the planet. I mean, and because that's what happens. But you guys got to stop living in fear and propaganda. You've got to cut that shit out. If you are sick of your life being miserable, if you're sick of living in fear, hey, I'm live from New York City. They're they're awake out there, guys. If you're sick of living in fear, if you're sick of, you know, every time you get a raise, <clears throat> every time you get a raise, you um, lose it or another bill pops up. If you're sick of this type of stuff happening to you, it is because you have to reprogram that supercomputer called a brain. One, you need to cut yourself from the matrix right now and go, you know what? I'm not believing in this bullshit no more. I, I, wake up. One thing you need to do is ask your higher self to embody fully with you because you are your higher self. You're just an avatar. Think of a Sims character, okay? And you have this universe of Sims characters, right? What if that Sim character turned around, looked in you and said, Crystal, help me. You'll take notice, right? 
So yeah, look in the mirror, start doing mirror work, talk to yourself in the mirror as if you're talking to your higher self and your ancestors. Ask your ancestors for assistance and your spirit guides. They could be angels or whoever you work with. Because you are Neo from the Matrix. Remember the movie The Matrix? Remember when he woke the freak all the way up and he woke up so much that not only did he break from the Matrix, but he broke from the law completely outside of the Matrix to where he can fly. He can do whatever the heck he wants to do. They couldn't kill him in there. Because, you know, if you got killed while you're out in the Matrix, you died in real life. You couldn't kill him because he was not bound by a law. That's the, he didn't believe in that. Like, no, no, no. This is not real. This is fake. This is a program. This is not real. Okay. I am literally in some incubator or some type of thing, virtual reality thing where I am operating in this life. <laughs> so know that the riches and the kingdom of heaven and all the things are within you. Stop begging and start getting it. Demand it. This is my money. This is my life. This is my inheritance. I have lived for generations, for millennia, and I've built up these riches, you know, the kingdom of heaven riches for millennia. And they're just waiting. Your ancestors and your spirit guides are around. You're like, what do you want us to do? Like, we're literally just sitting, you sitting here, feel sorry for yourself. And the universe responds with emotion, energy and motion. This is where you'll hear spiritual woo-woo people say vibration. Vibe, everything is a vibration. Everything is always moving. Everything, even your table, even this podcast, Mike, even everything is energy. Okay. That's how you got to operate in this thing. You cannot operate as a basic human, having a basic human experience that can't get anything anywhere, any time, any day of the week. You've got to demand your life and say, I want this. You have billionaires out here who've been, they've been literally practicing spirituality and more doing ritualistic stuff and whatever, because they know it's real. The only people who are not winning are the people who listen to pastors that tell you you're going to go to hell and, you know, you're not going to make it. I mean, you may think you're winning, but are you? Because you're still worried about pissing God off. You're still, no, I'm not. I'm saved by the blood. Okay, that's cute. Um, But deep down in your subconscious mind, you know that's hypocritical. You know that you should not be going out here doing the fucking most and being the most horrible person on the planet and still saying, I'm saved by the blood. Go away. No one, ew. Ew, it's giving ew. So, you know, I was that Christian walking around with the cross on my neck and cuss you out in two seconds and tell you, well, Jesus loves me, bitch. I mean, what? Oh my God. (laughs) So embarrassed. (laughs) It's so embarrassing. So I'm saying is wake up, wake up. If this resonates with you, wake up. If you're sick of being subjugated, especially the woman thing, the, you know, a woman's supposed to submit. A woman is trash. A woman is this. This is why I left the Hebrew Israelites. I went from Christianity to Hebrew and it took me half a year until I realized, whoa, 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 this is stupid as shit. Like there's male gods, male angels, male ascendant masters, no women. Well, I mean, if you don't like women, just say it, just say it. Okay. And they do. 
this toxic masculinity thing, it's really ramping up. And this is where we need the divine masculines to step in. And divine masculines are a lot more powerful than a toxic human man. Divine masculines are operating as source creator, not a bitter boy who's mad at his mummy and takes it out on every woman on the planet. So, um, yeah, we need more divine masculines and, uh, divine feminine doesn't mean you're pretty and you're princessy. Feminine doesn't mean that you're weak and you're like, Oh, you get that for me. Feminine energy is powerful. Feminine energy is yin. I'm not going to go on this right now. That's going to be another podcast. I will um, do some podcasts about divine masculine because I think I'm going to switch my platform. Of course, I have male followers and I love my male followers, but I can't tell y'all how to be a man. I can't do it, but I can definitely relate to women as much as a tomboy as I am, as much of a masculine spirit as I have. I am not went through what you guys have went through. Okay, so yeah, I know men can relate to me because I'm very good, you know, I'm, I'm a tomboy. It's ridiculous. Um, I had more boyfriends, like guy friends as a kid, and I had female friends. And the female friends I did have were tomboys too, so. <laughs> but all I'm saying is I can't speak on that, on your experience. I can't because in this incarnation, I came back as a woman. So as a woman, I know how it feels to feel like we don't measure up to y'all like we have to prove ourselves all the time like we're not good enough and it's just a patriarchal law it's obsolete it's outdated and it has to be destroyed so let's usher in you know oneness um they're like all the matriarchies are coming back the matriarchies coming back well we're all one okay so matriarchy patriarchy is division so you know me i'm always going to say Ugh to division. I don't like it. I'm not here for it. I think it's stupid because we're all humans. Um, I just think we should all function. I know everybody has a bad day. I know everybody goes through certain things and I know I'm rambling, but I really do believe we should try harder to show up in the world as better humans and quit pointing the finger at other humans. Okay. I'm guilty for this myself. I was in such a bad mood yesterday. I was in a good mood until I left the house. And it's like I was being tested by the universe. <laughs> Everybody. Maybe because it was hot. I'm not sure. But it was just a lot of rude people out. And I don't take kindly to rude people at all. Never have. And I've been noticing a lot of rude people around me lately. And I, 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 I'm about that life. I really am. I'm the type of person... That will tell you about yourself because I work in customer service and I know how you're supposed to treat customers because if I were to act that way, I'd be fired. So, you know, I, I get people have personal problems and they're unhappy and, you know, they will project that onto others. And yesterday I was in a very bad place emotionally, so I would walk away because I know me and I know how angry I can get. My son was like, are you OK? No, I said, I got to get out of here before I act out. Because my son was in line and this guy, privileged guy just got in front of him, like whatever. And it was just the rudest. And then another one did it. I was like, oh my God, I got to walk out of here. I got to walk out of here before I act up. So it's just, I can't stand people who think they're better than others when we're all one. I told you I'm always going to say that. 
all right i'm gonna get off of here guys i love you so much sorry this took so long i it was like i went to a rambling session i always do that and i even have a little notebook in front of me where i am going to talk about only these points and that is it and i just went off again <laughs> I love y'all so much. Thank you for your support. Thank you for listening in. I appreciate you. And remember, we are magic. We are one. And ye are gods. I love you. Have a good one.